Love Talk Radio. Just bear with me one second. 
Uh, having an issue, a technical issue right now. Could you please hold? Um, wow. Hold on, if you can hear me. All right, can you hear me now? I can hear you, yes. Okay, thank you. Um, I have some... Good evening, uh, Mother you, uh, Mother Betsy. I uh, was having some technical difficulties. Huh? I can hear you. Oh, yes. Thank you. Having some de- uh, technical now. difficulties. All right. But I'm here, and I'm, I'm up and running with uh, the laptop, so I'm going to use that tonight. Um, can't seem to get on... on uh, on this page, so let's oh, see good. what's going on. Okay, great. All right, yeah, let me see what's going on with this. Yeah. Okay, if great. You can hear us. If you can hear us, you're nice Yes, clear. I can hear. Yeah, I can hear uh, you guys fine. Uh, I can hear you guys wonderful. Let me see if I can tag on here for a second to see whether it'll come up. Yeah, it looks like it's going to come up now. All right. Okay. Looks like I'm all in right now. And all right. So I'm going to just open up here on the board itself. And um, you're on. And uh, then I'll see if I can close Uh, the other one. Hang on one second. What it is, I can't have too many pages open, so it's really uh, yeah, a serious kind of listen to me. That'll slow the yeah. computer down, yep. Yeah, it is uh, slowing it down here for a sec. Let me just get my um, article out. But tonight, I want to talk tonight about... Uh, uh, what's been going on there in Washington. And, uh, well, I want to greet each and every one of you tonight in the wonderful, the matchless, the awesome, the majestic name of Jesus of Christ. I want to say good evening, greetings, and blessings to each and every one of you, to all the listeners out there. I greet you all in the wonderful, the matchless, the awesome, the majestic name of Jesus of Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach. And this evening, uh, uh uh, we're going to just open up, and we're, uh, Brother Mark, I would ask that you uh, do the uh, the prayer. I'll do the scripture reading, or if Mother has okay. the scripture, she can bring the scripture. Um, let's see if we got this all together here. 
Uh, hang on one second. Uh, hang on one second. No, it doesn't look like it. Hang on one second. I've got to swing things around here for a second. Hope that doesn't fall. Okay, we're going to get started in one second. And I think we're there. All right. <clears throat> well, good evening once again and welcome. This is Prophet Michelle Messiah, Global Intercessory and the PhD Ministry, your host, live on Block Talk Radio, where prayer, the preach word, prophecy, healing, and deliverance takes place, with many testifying to the power of God through the operations of the Bible ministry ascension gifts, reaching the lost for the kingdom of God in Jesus' name. Now, the Bible says that in Mark chapter 16 and verse 15, and he said to them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Miracles, signs, and wonders. Again, the Bible says that in Mark chapter 16 and verse 17, and these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. So I want you to know tonight that this program is subject to change by the Holy Ghost. We ask that you follow the leading of the Holy Spirit on this broadcast. Ask that you would mute your phones if there's anything that you have to do in the background. Now, uh, in the book of Matthew, chapter 24, and verse 14, it declares, And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations. And then the end shall come. So if you want to know when the end shall come, the gospel of the kingdom must be preached, shall be preached, will be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations. Hallelujah. But we came tonight, hallelujah, to magnify the Lord. We came tonight to open up our mouths and give God the praise. Hallelujah. Truly we honor God, God the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. We honor the blood of Jesus. <clears throat> we thank God for his son, his precious blood that he shed on, back on Calvary over 2,000 years ago. And the blood of Jesus that has never lost its power. And if there's no other time, uh, we need to be pleading the blood of Jesus over our homes, over our families, over our nation, over our cities. Hallelujah. Every mountain, every hamlet, every valley. In the mighty name of Jesus, we plead the blood of Jesus tonight. Hallelujah, Jesus. We come, glory to God, to bless his name tonight. He's a good God. He's a wonderful Savior, mighty God, counselor, prince of peace, says Isaiah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He is the one who was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. Glory to God. And with his stripes we are healed. Hallelujah. So we come to give him thanks tonight. We come to give him thanks. Why? Because it's a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord. Because he's good and his mercy endures forever. Come on, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Whom yes, he has redeemed from the hand of the yes, enemy. Sir. Hallelujah. Come on and let's open up our mouth praise and God. give God Hallelujah. the praise. Hallelujah. Yes, the Bible declares that yes, we have to show forth his loving kindness in the morning and thy faithfulness praise every Lord. night. Oh, we call him faithful. <clears throat> I call him faithful tonight. How about you? Glory to God. We call him faithful. Glory to God. Hallelujah. He's been faithful to us. 
Hallelujah. You know, some did not make it. Some grace ran out and left them. But tonight, hallelujah, we can praise the name of the Lord. Why? Because we have breath in our bodies. Hallelujah, Jesus. And the Bible declares that let everything that has breath praise you, the Lord. Hallelujah. The Lord reigneth. Uh, don't kid yourself. He reigneth. He reigneth over all of our circumstances. Hallelujah, Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We just thank him tonight. You know, the Bible declares that where two or three are gathered in his name, he said there he would be in the midst. So we thank him for his presence tonight. We thank him, hallelujah, for watching over us night and day, for keeping us. We thank him for renewed mercies every day. Glory to God. Hallelujah, Jesus. You know, when, when I think about it, glory to God, I want to tell you out there, listeners, it's a praying time. Hallelujah, Jesus. It is a praying time. It's a time for us to batten down. It's a time for us to put on the whole armor of God, where we'll be able to yep, stand sir. against the wiles yep, of the sir. devil. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Ephesians 6, the Bible declares, hallelujah, that we are to put on the whole armor of God, that we be able to stand against the wise of the devil. Why? Because we wrestle not with flesh and blood, but with principalities and powers and spiritual wickedness and rulers of darkness of this world. And so because of those things, hallelujah, we need to, glory to God, put on the whole armor of God. Hallelujah. Because we're not resting against one another. We're not resting against man. We're, we're resting against principalities and powers. Uh, the word Thank principalities, you. the word prince, comes from the prince of the air. Hallelujah, Jesus. And so we know, hallelujah, God has created all things. He created good and evil for his own purpose. But we thank and praise God, hallelujah, that he's sovereign God. Hallelujah. And he's able, glory to God, to protect us. He's able to keep us. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So come on and let's magnify the name of the Lord tonight. Let's open up our mouths and give God the praise. Hallelujah. Glory to God. This is a time, as I said before, that we must, hallelujah, know, hallelujah, who we're serving. Hallelujah, Jesus. I got some insight and I got some news for you. I got some things that I want to go through tonight. Hallelujah. But those of you out there, I thank you for your listenership. I thank yes. all of you that listen all the way from China. Hallelujah. Those who are maybe in our underground churches. Hallelujah. We thank and praise God for you. We're praying for you. Glory to God. We know, hallelujah, that we are living in the last days. These are the end times that we're living in. So we need to know, hallelujah, how we're to live, how we have to conduct ourselves, how we have to be obedient to the voice of God. Hallelujah. And if you dare to leave leave our house one day, and he says, don't leave by way of the Holy Spirit, telling you not to go somewhere, just don't go. Hallelujah, Jesus, because it might be your last time. Glory to God. Hallelujah, Jesus. That time where we have to be obedient to the Spirit of the living God. Hallelujah. The only way that you can be obedient to the Spirit of the living God is if he's dwelling on the inside of you. You see, back in the Torah, Hallelujah. He was among men. He was dwelling or uh, hovering over. But glory to God in the New Testament, in the book of Acts, hallelujah, Jesus, on the day of Pentecost, hallelujah, Jesus, when he already ascended unto his Father, sitting at the right hand of God, he Thank said, you. I will not leave you comfortless, but he sent them the comforter, the holy paracletus, glory to God, hallelujah, that he said that the Holy Ghost, hallelujah, is your teacher. He is your guide. 
Hallelujah, yes, Jesus. He will Don't. lead you into all truths. Hallelujah. And more so each and every day. Hallelujah. The truths are coming forth. Hallelujah. It's a time for truth. It's a time for the truth. Hallelujah. It's not a time for this nampy-pampy preaching. Glory to God. Hallelujah, Jesus. We got to take this this word of God, hallelujah, and dissect it and go through it and find, hallelujah, the things there that apply to us and utilize it, hallelujah. The Bible declares it is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in princes. The Bible declares do not put your trust in man. Hallelujah, Hallelujah. Jesus. Glory to God. Don't trust in the flesh. Hallelujah. Flesh want to do what it want to do. Hallelujah. Flesh was saying tonight, oh, don't go on. You don't have to go. Uh, but in my spirit, man, hallelujah, I was here. No, you've got to get going. Hallelujah, Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And I thank and praise God that I always got a backup. Hallelujah, Jesus. The Holy Ghost is our backup. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But we don't know what to do as we are. Hallelujah. But we don't know, you know how to pray as we are. So the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He make it the session for us. He make it the session for us. Glory to God. With groanings which cannot be uttered. So he is our backup. Well, we don't know what to do. Glory to God. All we got to do is learn how to tune in to the, to the frequency of heaven. Tune into the frequency of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You got to be on the right frequency. Glory to God. In order to hear what thus saith the Lord unto us. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So we're living in this time, hallelujah, where there's more uh, idolatry in the land. Uh, purposely. Yes, hallelujah. Yes, it, it, it's taking over. But I declare and I decree that no weapon that is formed against us shall prosper. And every tongue that rise up against us, thou shalt condemn. But that is the heritage of the servants of the Lord and our righteousness is of him. Hallelujah, Jesus. Glory to God. It's the time. Hallelujah. Like Moses said, whose side are you leaning on? Hallelujah, Jesus. We better be leaning on the Lord's side. Hallelujah, Jesus. Because Jesus is soon to come. Hallelujah, Jesus. He's coming and he's coming again. Get right, get ready, and be prepared. I don't care who you are. You could be a president, a prime minister, a queen, a king, hallelujah, a butler, a baker, a candlestick maker, whatever you are, hallelujah. Jesus is coming and he's coming again. Get right, get ready, and be prepared. Glory to God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, all of you listeners out there in Canada, all of you out there in Germany, uh, some of you that are listening all the way from Ireland, thank you. Thank you so very much for your listenership tonight. Uh, I greet all of you in the wonderful and the matchless name of Jesus the Christ. But we want to move right along, and I ask Brother Mark if you would open up in prayer. All right. To God and Mother, if you would do the scripture reading while I try to get a hold of uh, Mother Eula tonight. Hallelujah. Glory to all God. Right. Okay. Dear Heavenly Father, we just come thanking you, Lord, praise you, Lord, just for allowing us to assemble here one more time, Lord, here on Block Talk Radio, God. I just thank you and praise you, Lord, for being such a good God, Lord, because we're going to fight on no matter what happens, God. And I just thank you and praise you, Lord, for being with Providence Messiah, Lord, and giving us this determination to push on, God. So we just thank you and praise you, Lord, for just being such a good God, Lord. Just ask you, Lord, that we just... 
first of all, thank you, Lord, for all the churches that participated in the Feast of Tabernacles, God. I thank you for that, God. Yes, Lord. Because I was so happy to thank be here from my sister, from my sister that her church uh, participated in the Feast of Tabernacles, God. And she was sharing with me how, 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 how much of a hallelujah good time they had, praising God for uh, uh, them, for God sending his son, Jesus Christ, to come and set us free. Just like he did, to, just like he said, set Israel free from Egypt. So I just thank and praise you, Lord, for that, God. So I'm just asking you, Lord, to continue to help us and be with us to be, God. And I just thank you for that celebration, Lord. Even the celebration we had, we had at my church on Sunday, God. I thank you, God. Yes, thank you for the Lord. word, Lord. You were saying, you said in the word, the, the title of the sermon was, Hold on, God is coming. And I believe you are coming. <laughs>
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Just ask you, Lord, to Hallelujah. be with them, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, and strengthen them, God. And be with all the church, with all the churches, with all the people that's represented on this line, God. Be with those pastors, Lord, as they bring forth the word, Lord. Help them to stand up for what's right, Lord. Speak out, God. Help us to come, to come together in unity, God. In unity in the mighty name yes, of Jesus, Lord. God. Because we got to love one another, God. You've yes, been, Lord. You've been screaming at unity, God. Unity. Love. Yes. And Second Chronicles 714, God. You've been screaming at God. But I'm asking you, Lord, to help us to be what you have to be. And your sake, God. And just ask you, Lord, to continue to strengthen Providence Messiah, Lord, as she comes forth to bring the word tonight, God. Amen. And just be with all of those that we are praying for, Lord. Be with all of our members that comes on here night after night and helps us to put this together and do to do this program, God. Continue yes, Lord. Be with Mother Yuba, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Strengthen her, God. Yes. Be with, yes. Yes. Be with the other Providence. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Give us the strength you see they stand in need of, God. Help yes. Us. yes, Lord. Give us the strength you see need so we can hold on and run on up the King's Highway. And we just thank yes. you, praise you, Lord. Say, hallelujah, Lord, to your name, God. Because you're worthy to be praised, God. You are yes. worthy to be praised tonight. We say hallelujah to your name. Glory, hallelujah, Lord. Yes. But we just thank you, praise you, Lord. Be a sister to God, Lord. And I just ask you, Lord, to continue to be with us tonight. As we get ready to go into your word tonight, God. And we'll forever give your name to praise, God. And we just thank you and praise you, Lord, for being such a good God, Lord. Just ask you, Lord, to continue to be with us as we travel up and down the highway, Lord. And, and do what we've got to do, Lord. And help us to reach out to the Lord. Help them to get, give them the good news about Jesus Christ and him crucified, God. Help us to do that, God. Because it's not just for the pastors to do it, but we are all supposed to be doing the great commission, God. So I just like to praise you, Lord, and just pass these things in the strong and mighty name of Jesus the Christ. And I just say, Amen. In the mighty Hallelujah. Name of Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We thank Him for, uh, thank God tonight for Brother Mark bringing the uh, opening prayer tonight. Praise the Lord our God. And I asked uh, Mother uh, Betsy to do the scripture reading because I did not get um, Mother Eula's yet, and we're having some issues with the computer. So, Silva, just let her go ahead and do the scripture reading tonight. Okay. Um, I'll the scripture be- that uh, the Lord leads tonight. Thank you, Mother Beth, uh, Mother uh, Eula, for coming on. I see that you probably came on and didn't hear me, and you hung up. So, but I was what having an that? issue with the uh, computer. But we're, we're, we'll mm-hmm. do this tonight. All right. Thank you. Mhm. Psalm one thirteen. Praise the Lord. Praise, all ye servants of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord for this time forth and forevermore. From the rising of the sun until the going down of the same, the Lord's name is to be praised. The Lord is high above all nations and his glory above the heavens. Who is like 
unto the Lord our God, who dwelleth on high, who humbles himself to behold the things that are in heaven and in the earth. He rises poor and of the dust and lifteth the needed out of the dunghill, that he may set him with princes, even with the prince of his people. He maketh the barren woman to keep house and to be a joyful mother of children. Praise ye the Lord. Glory I read one Psalm one thirteen in its entirety. May Amen. God bless Praise the Lord over God. Amen. All right, Praise God. Thank you. Thank you. The word of the Lord is already blessed. We thank Mother Bessie all the way out of North Carolina for doing the uh, scripture reading tonight. Uh, we thank you for coming on, uh, being obedient to the Spirit of God and coming on. And that's what I was talking about tonight, being obedient to the Spirit of God. Whatever he says to do in this hour, we need to be doing. Hallelujah. Yes. It may be the smallest yes. thing. It may be something very tiny that you might not even think. Remember uh, that uh, it's the still small voice. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we thank God tonight uh, for you all being on tonight. We're holding to see if uh, Evangelist Elaine would come on tonight. However, we're just going to move right along and bless the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. We thank God for that scripture reading. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We have to praise him. Hallelujah. Because he is worthy to be praised. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Oh, yes. he's a wonderful Amen. Savior. We thank God for uh, um, Brother Mark tonight, uh, who has a testimony. Uh, and if you want to go ahead and give your testimony, Brother Mark, feel free to do oh. so at this time. Okay. Okay, I was just, uh, I was sharing with, with uh, Providence Messiah. I was just so happy last night. Uh, I called my sister, uh, 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 Paulette. She lives down in uh, Triangle, Virginia. I called her, and uh, she was sharing with me that all had such a good time she had at church. And she was kind of describing, and I said, "What, what was the program?" And she said, "It was the, it was like a, it was like the Feast of Tabernacles." And I said, "They called it the the, uh, the Feast of uh, Feast of Nations. They called it the they called it the Feast of Nations." But uh, yes, it is.
and then they dress up in native clothes from whatever country they're from, and then they do this big feast, and then they have a, this memorial service at the end where they're praising and thanking God for what Jesus Christ did. And I'm like, and then she, they read all the same scriptures that Providence Messiah is sharing with us about the uh, Feast of Tabernacles and also the, the ones that she told us to write on the Feast of Tabernacles envelope that we were supposed to put in church this past Sunday. So um, we did that. I did that. Of course, people were like, look, what's this? <laughs> so I said, the Feast of Tabernacles, because so many people haven't even heard of it. But uh, praise God for her church. Uh, her church does it. And I thought it was so beautiful, and I just we just had a good time. And so I told her, I said, you got to let me know. I said, I want to go to that next year. So I was so excited to, mm-hmm. I was so excited to hear that some churches is, some of our churches are still doing it. So I praise God for that. And uh, her, her, her church is Pentecostal. So I just praise God for that. And uh, I, I'm, I'm hoping our church goes back to doing it because they was doing it. And I don't know what happened. the reason why they stopped doing it, but. Um, just praying. To get, I'll just continue to pray for us and just uh, praising the praying that God continue to strengthen all of our churches. So I just praise yeah. God tonight for uh, the few churches that did do that because it's a beautiful, wonderful, it's a wonderful celebration from what she was sharing with me. And I, I just enjoyed yeah. hearing when she kept telling the way she was telling me all the different the things that people had on and all the different countries. And all the flags and everything, and she was uh, telling me and showing me different things. It was so, it was so wonderful, and I just thought it was, I, I thought it was so beautiful to actually uh, get a taste of what uh, Providence Messiah was sharing with us. So I just praise God tonight for that. Amen. Praise, praise God. God. Yeah. Amen. Praise God. We thank and praise God for that. And I believe every church, because it is a feast unto the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> it is not just a Jewish thing. It is not just uh, a Hebrew thing, or it's not just, it, it is for both Jew and Gentile alike. And we ought to be celebrating because Jesus celebrated that feast as well. And there are two or three scriptures there in the New Testament where Jesus, you know, uh, at chapter John chapter 7, verses 37-38, he gives you a picture of Christ walking into the temple and standing on the porch at Solomon's porch and speaking from one of those five porches and saying, if any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. That's right. Because out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Same thing he spoke to in John 4 in, uh, to the woman at the well. So it is Christ, Jesus of Christ, that said that. Hallelujah. So we're not doing anything out of the ordinary, and we should not be seen as though we're doing something out of the ordinary. It says that's not so. So just wanting to uh, share that uh, with you all. And it is also called the Peace of Nations, Brother Marcus. They are correct. It's known okay. As okay. It is known as right. the Feast of Tabernacles. It is known as, uh, uh, that piece is also known as the ingathering. It's also known as the Feast okay. of Nations. So there are about four different names to that feast. And, and, and in that okay. uh, particular right. piece, it said, bring the stranger, invite the stranger, invite the alien. 
invite those that are not even from uh, Israel. See, he said back right to, to Solomon, uh, God said to Solomon, to invite them by so that they may fear your God. That's what he said. That's all right. That's all right. So that they may fear your God. And so it's a reason for all of those nations going up, because in the end, they're going to have to go up to Jerusalem to celebrate the feast. That's what it says in the book of Zechariah. And that has not really come to pass fully as yet. Hallelujah. So it's another type and shadow of things to come. Hallelujah, Jesus. So we are thankful. But now tonight, I want to turn our attention to some things that uh, Brother Mark and I were discussing, and uh, hallelujah, we found some information, and just wanted to bring that to you because of what is going on, what happened this week, uh, last week there in Washington, D.C., that we have found uh, that every time they centered or placed that uh, statue, uh, the replica of the archway to the Temple of Baal, uh, that we find awful things taking place uh, after they have removed it. So wanted to share that tonight. We want to talk about it tonight because these things are real. It is happening. It is, it is what it is. And so uh, while we are looking at uh, what happened there with Judge Kavanaugh, I'm going to uh, detail some things for you tonight that I want you to pay attention to. I want you to see how God works. And, and I want you to see how the devil perverts things. You know, everything that God does, the devil tries to pervert. He, he not tries, he perverts. Yep. Yep. And so then uh, in the Garden of Eden, he went in and he was the illegal access, using illegal access to talk to uh, Eve, uh, uh, um, the mother of all living. Hallelujah. Glory to God. When she listened to the whisper of Satan, uh, they're using the picture of a snake. It's amazing how even in this year, uh, they're calling it the year of the snake, where, whereby the, the name, uh, the, the Hebrew alphabet, you'll find the word tet, uh, which means snake. Uh, it has a, a, a hook like a snake. And, uh, and the, the letter itself, when written in Hebrew, uh, in the Hebrew lettering, uh, it also means nine, the number nine, which is also a number of finality, and it also represents judgment. So there's some things that are happening in the prophetic realm that people are not really paying attention to, but those of us who study and uh, go into the prophetic, who call ourselves or say we are prophets, or we have been chosen with prophets, we ought to be knowing what time it is so that we can share, so that we can warn so that we can teach. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Some of us are teaching prophets, but our main function, the main function of the prophets is to turn the hearts of the children back to the Father. That's the main function. And we are to preach and teach. Hallelujah. He told John the Baptist, you know, go uh, preach my word. He told Jonah to go preach to the Ninevites. And once I heard a pastor say that, you know, prophets don't preach. They don't preach. Well, to preach is to proclaim. And to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ is what he sent them to do. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The pastor's job is not like the prophet's job. The bishop's job is not like the prophet's job. The uh, apostle is not like the bishop. They are separate and distinct. Yet, the apostle and the prophet walk hand in hand. 
Hallelujah. They go together. Glory to God. Hallelujah. If you have a couple that is an apostle and the wife is a prophet, they go hand in hand. Uh, uh, prophets and pastors don't do too well. They always seem to have a little tip in between. Why? Because uh, they are God's mouthpiece and uh, God's first line of defense when it comes to things going on in the world, things going on in homes, things going on in the city, things going on in the nation. Yes, the prophet is the one that God would turn to and ask, what is really going on? Do you see this? Do you see that? See? So we are the ones who are supposed to come out and share these things and to help people to understand what time we're living in. What time is it? Do we really know what time it is? Hallelujah. So tonight I want to just go and break forth into some things. It looks like we're running late. This 1041, but we, we still have some time. I uh, want to share these uh, things with you. Father God, in the name of Jesus, my Heavenly Father, I thank you tonight that you are all wise. You are uh, all wisdom, knowledge, all power belong unto you. Hallelujah. And so tonight I thank you for all that you do. ask that you would forgive me of anything that I've said or done in your sight, even up until this present moment. Father, I humbly ask for your forgiveness. And I receive your forgiveness now. I receive your love now. I thank you, Lord God, for covering me with your precious blood. Oh, Father, I ask you tonight to take me through and see me through in this radio broadcast. That, Father God, that I'll be able to teach your people uh, what you want them to know tonight. Father God, we, we realize that we are living in the end times. We realize that the prophetic is moving. We realize that prophecies are being fulfilled before our very eyes. We realize, God, that uh, it seems like the world is going back, hallelujah, to what it used to be in the uh, hour of worshiping idols. And so, Father God, we, hallelujah, asking you, Father, to bind the enemy on every hand, hallelujah, as we, uh, as I attempt to bring this word, Father, I ask that you would help me, that I would decrease, and you would increase in me strongly tonight. Uh, Father, hold time tonight that I'll be able to bring the majority of what needs to be said tonight, hallelujah, to edify your people. It is in the mighty and the master's name that I pray. It is in Jesus, the name of Jesus, Yeshua HaMashiach. I thank you all for listening tonight. We certainly hope that this message will be a blessing. Hallelujah. Glory Amen. Well, we want to talk about yep. tonight what uh, transpired over the week in... Uh, Washington, D.C., and even in, in uh, just all around the nation, so many things happening, uh, even to uh, our president going to Israel in, um, in this time to discuss some things with uh, uh, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. The things that were discussed, the things that I heard on the news, you know, just based on what I heard on the news, I am in trying to uh, set that uh, peace treaty and to, to separate and to divide the land. And I think it's a dangerous time uh, and a dangerous move if it is done. So we need to, like Brother Mark says, we need to pray for the president. Glory to God. I'm in the book of Ecclesiastes. I'm looking at this right this second. I don't even know why I got here, but here it is. In the book of uh, Ecclesiastes chapter 10 and verse 20. It says, Curse not the king, no, not in thy thought, 
and curse not the rich in thy bedchamber. For a bird of the air shall carry the voice, and that which hath wings shall tell the matter. Hallelujah. So we ought to pray uh, for the best. We ought to be praying that God would give him wisdom from on high. Wisdom. The wisdom of God. That he would accept the wisdom of God. I pray that God will send the prophet to him. His prophet. Yes. Hallelujah. To him. One he has here that is truly his prophet in the earth realm. To speak the wisdom of God concerning Jerusalem. We know that some things are prophetic, has to be done, must be done, it's already written so. But uh, we we are asking God. And we're praying here every every night and every Monday night we speak for the president and all over the, the other nations. Pleading for Israel and so on. Sincerely. Sincerely. Because we want to see a change. We have to remember there's another generation. We have the younger generation. We have the millennials. And we want them to, we want to pass on some good things to them. Hallelujah. We need to pass on good things. We've been having uh, church as usual for too long. Amen. It's a time in the church now where much teaching is needed. So I'm praying, and we all should be praying that God would raise up teachers, anointed teachers, to teach the Word of God properly. Amen. Yes. There used to be a time in uh, Torah where Ezra, the scribe, would read the Torah. He read the Torah for three, four, five, seven hours, eight hours. And nonstop. And guess what? The men and the women were sitting there and listening. They were so excited about the word of God. And Ezra would read that word. And they would never get tired. They wanted more. Because now they found uh, what God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, had to say to them through the scribe, Ezra the prophet. Ezra the scribe. Hallelujah. And it was a blessed time because now they're hearing the laws being read to them. Hallelujah. The statutes being read to them. But tonight, I want to touch on some things because it, it, it bothers me that we don't hear much of this in the churches. Amen. That's right. And so that, that uh, statue that was uh, the archway to the Temple of Baal that was found uh, uh, to be at there over in um, Washington, D.C. There's a lot of connotations to that. You know, they're calling it the symbol of peace and persistence. Um, here to tell you, no, that's not what it is. It is also told that ISIS defeated and tore down that statue in the year 2015. Why? Because they did not want it to be uh, a curse uh, to bring chaos to the land. The Temple of Baal has arrived in Washington, D.C., the article says. 
And the, the writer, Cynthia here, she gives scripture with it. But I want to talk about, <coughs> God, God himself, God spake to the Israelites and said to them, when you cross the Jordan, according to the book of Numbers, chapter 33, verse 51, and it says here, glory to God, that let's start with 50. And the Lord spake unto Moses in the plains of Moab by Jordan, near Jericho, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel and say unto them, When ye are passed over Jordan into the land of Canaan, then ye shall drive out all the inhabitants of the land from before you and destroy all their pictures and destroy all their molten images, and quite pluck down all their high places. In verse 53, it says, And ye shall dispossess the inhabitants of the land, and dwell, and dwell therein. For I have given you the land to possess it. What did he say? For I have given you the land to possess it. Say, ye shall divide the land by lots for an inheritance among your families, and to, to the more ye shall give the more inheritance, and to the fewer ye shall give less inheritance. Every man's inheritance shall be in the place where his lot falleth. According to the tribes of your fathers, ye shall inherit. Said, but if you will not, if you will not drive out the inhabitants of the land from before you, said, then it shall come to pass that those which ye let remain of them shall be pricked in your eyes and torns in your sides and shall vex you in the land wherein ye dwell. Isn't it that what is going on today as well? Isn't that so? You see the very same uh when, when God told uh, Saul to kill the Amalekites and he spared the king, Samuel had to go back to him. So what is this bleeding of the sheep that I hear? And then he goes, uh, he kills uh, the king and his wife was able to get away. When she got away, because of Saul's disobedience, uh, generations later, here comes Haman. What did he become? What did, this, what did this verse just tell you? That they became what? Pricks in their eyes. And what else? And then they became what? Oh, if they right. didn't drive them out, what, what would they become? So Haman now oh, becomes that. a thorn in their side, and they vex yeah. them. Why? Because they were going to annihilate all the Jews. This is, this is what Haman wanted. Why? Because he was taking revenge for his father. You see? And that's because Saul was disobedient in killing uh, the king, taking him out. Told him to take them all out, all, everything. He knew why. And so here we are now in this 21st century. We find that this archway, this is a representative of the veil. And it says here that when you cross the Jordan, which is where? 
and to enter into Cana, which is Palmyra, drive out all the inhabitants of the land before you destroy all their carved images and their cast their idols and demolish all their high places. Neither the location nor the timing of this event was selected without very clear and precise deliberation. The event of such tremendous and significance is unfathomable. Uh, you may you may not see or feel any effects of the matter, not. Uh, but this is a very arrogant and bold declaration, the writer said, by those worshippers or Baal or Satan worshippers, those Satanists. Uh, so they said that you know they have declared their rulership over you, America. That's what they're saying. And next month they will declare the same rulership over the world at the Hague, Netherlands. This statue is now going to be moving to, uh, they're going to take that statue to Hague, Hague in Netherlands, where the World Court is. So they're going to place that statue where the World Court is. That's what they're saying is, is that you're going to be ruled by the World Court. This is a calculated move, you see. So the World Court in in Hague, in um, the Netherlands, Dutch Netherlands, um, where um, they're having a conference, or just had a conference this week on world leadership. Um, this is what's going on. This is what they're doing. This is what they're declaring over the world court. So in other words, you're abide by their rules. And that's why you've been hearing much talk in the news over the past few years about one world order. Now, the writer gives us some background here because what she's saying is uh, on September 23rd, 2018, at 154, uh, on 925, the old Egyptian festival of Netar-Amen-Ra-Atem, the great god and Neteret, Amen at the great goddess, and again, the yin and yang, the male god Ra, the Egyptian sun god, ruler of all the parts of the created world, the sky, the earth, and the underworld, and the female or goddess, must consider a primal deity, must consider a primal deity, that's the name of the month, the uh, earth goddess must, and uh, associated with the waters, from which everything was born, and this is found in Wikipedia, it says, is there any wonder we're celebrating pirates, well, not us, pirates and mermaids? We talked about last night uh, the coffee, uh, Starbucks coffee that has yeah. the, uh, their, insigni- their, their, in, their, their uh, insignia, uh, their logo is, the mermaid, half fish, half woman, yep. right? All these That's things right. that we as Christians do not open our eyes. I'm saying to the church, wake up. Wake up and smell the coffee. Wake up, church. You are asleep. And the enemy is on the prowl. He's doing, seeking uh, whom he may devour. If you see knowledge, it's key. That's why the Bible says in Hosea chapter 4 and 6, he says, my people are destroyed for in lack of knowledge. Uh, the word That's knowledge it. there is light. 
the word knowledge there. When God created the world, he said, you know, he, he spoke, he said, let there be light, and there was light. Out of darkness came light. If you have light, you cannot be in darkness. There's no way when you turn a light on in a room that you would have darkness. You would see light. You would see everything clearly, correct? But if you are in darkness, what it really means there is that you are in ignorance. You are ignorant to your God. You are ignorant to the word of God. Uh, You are ignorant to how God moves, how he works, what things he does for you, what things he will do for you. Uh, what things Satan cannot do, and so on and so forth, you don't have the light, then you have nothing to stand on. We must have the word of God, hallelujah, in our hearts, hidden in our hearts. David is the one who declared, he says, you know, uh, 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 thy word, O Lord, have I hid in my heart, why, that I might not sin against thee. He did not say that he will not, cannot, but he might not. See, the word is very powerful. The word by itself, according to Hebrews, uh, I'm, I'm kind of taking my time with this thing because I want to do it again. I want to be able to bring some more information. And so uh, the word of God by itself is right. The word of God says that uh, 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 the word of God is powerful, it's sharp, it's quick, it's powerful than any two-edged sword. It's powerful. The word of God has power. The word of God, when spoken, is manifested is spoken through the vessel of God. It should manifest. Hallelujah. There's nothing that you need to go back and do. Why? Because the word of God by itself is powerful. It says here, you know, as I'm reading on, it says and on September 19th, simply see the series on pirates and mermaids. September 24th through 25th, 2018, Monday through Tuesday, you have succumbed. The Feast of Tabernacles. Satan wants to replace Yah, the Creator, God, the Heavenly Father, to tabernacle with you. He wants to see your God. 921 20 to the 23rd, the eternal equinox. It says here that from this date, through Halloween, occultists believe the veil separating the earthly dimension of the demonic realm gets progressively thinner, and with the thinnest night, being October 31st, this thinning of the separating of the veil makes it easier for the demonic realm to enter into the earthly dimension. Did you hear that? Yeah. I mean, we are not to be so concerned about these things, but these are the things when you are ministering to people, when you are, glory to God, you are uh, 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 witnessing to people who are not saved who believe in these things, if you don't have knowledge of what is going on, what's taking place, or what they need to come out of, and what deliverance is uh, when they're being delivered, what things you're looking at, you would never be able to operate the way God wants you to operate. We said we have to be knowledgeable. We don't have to be afraid of ghosts and goblins. Our God is greater. We have the Holy Ghost. And that's why people are so taking the Holy Ghost as uh, just a, a, a something that they see in a cartoon. Well, this is not cast for the friendly ghost. The Holy Ghost yes. is the spirit of the living God. Yes, it is. He has functions. He functions like God. Yes, it's 
spirit. And our God is a speaking God. He's not a dumb God. He's not a dumb idol. Amen. That's uh, right. uh, uh, Here we are. You know, you find that on Halloween you have these evil spirits, ghosts, goblins, witches, running amok across the land. This is what they do here. In many other parts of the world, that's what they do. They have to be back in their spiritual dimension before midnight. You see how crazy that is? Got to go back before midnight. They got to go back to the tombs and they got to go back to the, the wherever they're, they're, they're uh, occupying. You see, you have the, the, the first, the second, and the third heavens. You got the first and the second heavens where the principalities and the powers do lie. And we render them powerless and ineffective tonight anyway, in the mighty name of Jesus, by the power of the blood of Jesus, the holy potent blood of Jesus, and by the fire of the Holy Ghost. So we need not be afraid of those things. But here we are in the 21st century. You have people who are big government officials, uh, people who are supposedly very, very intelligent, got degrees from degrees, more degrees than a thermometer, and believing in foolishness like this. So what did, what did they do at this time? They prepare for human sacrifice. Who is Baal? Let's talk about who Baal is. Baal was the name of the main god of the Canaanites in the Old Testament times. Baal worship was served as a problem to Israel throughout the period of the Judges. Judges chapter 3 and 7. It says here, And all the people of Israel did what was evil in the sight of the Lord. They forgot the Lord their God and served the Baals and the Asherah. And it, see, this was prevalent in the reign of King Ahab. So I was talking about King Ahab uh, of the northern kingdom of Israel. So in the book of Kings, First Kings, let's take a look over there. And then I want to share with you some other things here. And uh, we still got time, so I'm going to share it. Glory to God. Because I want you to get the gist of what's going on. You see, we're looking at Judge Kavanaugh. Uh, which I believe is pretty decent. I believe he's well-versed in the law. I believe that, you know, he understands what's going on, but he doesn't really understand uh, some other things. I believe the president's got good ideas and he wants to do some some things and wants to make some changes, but, you know, there's some other things that are blocking and stopping those things. I see, even though God placed him there and allowed him to get in, you still have to see that uh, they still serve the God of this world. Yes, yes. Indeed, So uh, uh, in the book of First uh, Kings, chapter 16 and verse 31, the word of the Lord reads, And it came to pass as if it had been a light thing for him to walk in the sins of Jeroboam the son of Nebat, that he, that he took to wife Jezebel, the daughter of Esbal, king of the Zidonians, and went and served Baal and worshipped him. You see what they did? Ahab, who was the son of Amri, did evil in the sight of the Lord. Above all, that were before him. 
he did evil in the sight of the Lord. And so this this is what he did now. He went on and uh, walked in the sins of Jeroboam and and, uh, the son of Naboth. And that he took the wife, who? Jezebel. Ahab married the Jezebel. Ahab was the son of Omri to reign, uh, to reign over Israel. And Ahab, the son of Omri, reigned over Israel in Samaria 22 years. Number 22 represents life. He went to serve Baal and worshipped him. He worshipped at the wrong altar. And he reared up an altar and Baal, he reared up an altar for Baal in the house of, of Baal, which he had built in Samaria. See, that's why the Samaritans and the Jews, you get the picture? Why the Samaritans and the Jews never got along? They hated them. They couldn't stand him. That's why when the woman at the well, she said, you know, uh, well, I know that uh, the Jews, you know, don't care for the Samaritans. I know that. You see, so in verse 33, it says, And Ahab made a grove. And Ahab did more to provoke the Lord God of Israel to anger. Then all the kings of Israel that were before him, he provoked God to anger. Does this, does this provoke God? That's what you got to ask yourself. What took place in Washington this week, last week? Don't you think that that provoked God? Don't you think that Satan knows that that provoked God? Don't you think that Satan knows that time is short and so he's trying his best to take many with him? That's what's going on. That's a whole long and short to the story. Amen. Yes, sir. That's right. See, that's why we've got to be wrapped up, tied up, and tangled up in the Lord Jesus Christ and be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Now, I want you to notice here it says that Ahab made a grove. Now, you talk about a grove. There's a place called the Bahamian Grove in California where all of the uh, people, the elites, the the the, 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 the millionaires, billionaires go, and they go there to worship an owl. Sacrifice. Behave in lewd manner in order to become president of this country. This is what I read. And I'm wondering, wow, do they, do they have to do that? I think it was only... Uh, Nixon that said that he went, but he did not participate because he felt he didn't have to behave like that. He felt he didn't want to be uh, acting all out of sorts like that. I think he was one of the only ones that did not go. I don't know who else did. But that's that's how you become president of the United States. If that's what you have to do, doesn't matter how intelligent you are. How would anybody want to go worship an owl? What would an owl do for them? Huh? The church is so silent on these things. 
Now know. you have to remember Judah, the southern kingdom, also struggled with bear worship. Judah struggled with bear worship. Where is Jesus Christ out of the tribe of the, the line of the tribe of Judah? Judah, the southern kingdom. You have the northern kingdom and the southern kingdom. <coughs> King Ahab was of the northern kingdom of Israel. Judah, the southern kingdom. They also struggled with bear worship. And in Second Chronicles, chapter 28, verses 1 through 4, Second Chronicles, chapter 28, go here quickly, verses 1 through 4, and it reads on this slide, Ahaz was 20. Ahaz was 20 years old when he began to reign, and he reigned 16 years in Jerusalem. Where did he reign? In Jerusalem. But he did not that which was right in the sight of the Lord, like David his father. See that? Listen to what was happening here one chapter before. In the book of Second Chronicles, chapter 27, in verse 8, it reads, He was five and twenty years old when he began to reign, and reigned for sixteen years in Jerusalem. Verse 9, pay attention. And Jotham slept with his father, and they buried him in the city of David, and Ahaz, his son, reigned in his stead. Now Ahaz was 20 years old when he began to reign. And he reigned for 16 years in Jerusalem. But he did not that which was right in the sight of the Lord like David his father. For he walked in the ways of the kings of Israel and made also molten images for Balaam. Moreover, he burnt incense in the valley of the son of Hinnom and burnt his children in the fire after the abominations of the heathen whom the Lord had cast out before the children of Israel. Verse 4. He sacrificed also and burnt incense in the high places and on the hills and under every green tree. This is what God did. You know with the high places. You know what is the high places? You know who are in high places? You know about this Supreme Court, the White House, the government, big officials, you know, big officials. Those are the high places. That's not a low place. That's a high place. That ain't low to bar. So that also goes to show when you say the high places, you know exactly who they're talking about. And what places they did these things in. The palace, I would, I would assume. Palaces. It says, Wherefore the Lord his God 
listen to what God did in verse 5. He said, wherefore the Lord his God delivered him into the hand of the king of Syria, and they smote him and carried away a great multitude of them captive and brought them to Damascus. Where is Damascus? Syria. It is the capital of Syria. And he was also delivered into the hand of the king of Israel, who smote him with a great slaughter. And it says here, for Peter, the son of Ramalia, slew in Judah 120,000, 120,000 in one day, which were all valiant men because they had forsaken the Lord God of their fathers. See what you get for forsaking God? Do you see what, what can happen when a nation or a people or a family or an individual forsake God? I'm telling you. You know, just on reading uh, this chapter right here, this nation is heading for judgment. And that's what it is. You can see it as plain as day. It's not anything hidden. And it says here, and she did not do what was right in the eyes of the Lord. So he did as his father David had done. He walked in the ways of the king of Israel. He even made these metal images and for, for the bells. And he made offerings in the valley of the son of Kinnon. All of those things he did. In Second Chronicles, in the Red Five, six, and verse seven says, "And Zikri, a mighty man of Ephraim, flew." Masiah, the king's son, and Azrakam, the governor of the house of Elkanah. Elkanah, as you remember, who is Elkanah? Oh, this could be another Elkanah that was next to the king. I'll tell you if it's Elkanah. It's got to be. It's. I'm, I'm I'm trying to determine whether it was Elkanah, uh, Samson's father. And see here, it says that he was next to the king. Said and the children of Israel carried away captive of their brethren two hundred thousand women, sons, and daughters, and took also away much spoil from them, and brought the spoil to Samaria. But the prophet of the Lord was there, whose name was Oded. Oded. O-D-E-D. And he went out before the host that came to Samaria and said unto them, Behold, because the Lord God of your fathers was wrought with Judah, he had delivered them into your hand, and ye have slain them in a rage that reacheth up to the heavens up unto heaven. He said, And now you purpose to keep under the children of Judah and Jerusalem for bondmen and bondwomen unto you. But are they not with you, even with you 
sins against the Lord your God? He says, Now hear me, therefore, and deliver the captives again, which ye have taken captive of your brethren, for the fierce wrath of the Lord is upon you. See, these things bring the wrath of God, is what I'm trying to tell you. And the name Baal was used for God over all the area. In Numbers chapter uh, 25 and verse 3, so Israel yoked himself to Baal of Peor. And the anger of the Lord was kindled against Israel. There is a Baal of Peor. In Judges chapter 8 and verse 33, as soon as Gideon died, the people of Israel turned again and poured after the Baals and made Baal Bereth, Baal Bereth, their God. And Baal Bereth was worshipped by the Israelites after the death of Gideon. In Canaanite, in the Canaanite belief, Baal was the son of El and the God of God. Asherah. So Baal became more powerful than even else, defeating various gods in battles. Baal was often worshipped as a sun god or a storm god. See, that was the god that, for them, that would bring rain and, you know, that, that, that's what they would do, is to worship that god. And that's pretty much what they're doing now. They're appealing to this god, uh, uh, the arch of, archway of Baal, and they're appealing to Baal now because uh, even the church uh, uh, is worshiping Baal. Even the church. Hallelujah. Wow. Glory to God. Church, even the church, because you've got many churches that say they are of the Lord Jesus Christ, but are not. Uh, they got, the Bible says there are many that say they're apostles, and they are not. They are liars. And so we have to, uh, our discernment needs to be heightened, and we need to understand more and more every day that not everyone that you hear in a pulpit you are supposed to believe. You need to go home, and you need to check the Word of God, and you need to read the Word of God and ask God for understanding and pray that God will open up and reveal to you what is going on in your midst so that you don't get caught up in the foolishness. Amen. In ignorance. Yes, sir. A lot of people that are pastors, a lot of people that are apostles, a lot of people that are prophets, and you don't even know. You see, God has his. And Satan got his. So you got God's ministers, and ministers of light, and then you got Satan ministers too. But they're not telling you that they are. You got to discern. That's right. That's why the sense of discernment is very, very powerful for the church, yes. for every believer. Yes. And the name Baal was used uh, of God all over the area. In the book of Jeremiah, tragically, uh, Jeremiah 19 and 3, it says, You shall say, Hear the word of the Lord, O kings of Judah and inhabitants of Jerusalem. Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Behold, I am bringing such disaster upon this place that the ears of everyone who hears it will tingle. Mm. 
Amen. But so much of the Israel messages and so much of the prosperity messages, because these are the things that they should be teaching and helping That's people right. understand that you cannot and should not worship another god. Uh, 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 the book of Exodus chapter 20, verses 3 and 4 declares emphatically that thou shalt worship the Lord your God and him only. Thou shalt not bow down. It says here, thou shalt have no other God before me in the book of Exodus chapter 20 and verse 3. And it says thou shalt, verse 4, thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth. Leviticus 19 and 4. I just read a portion of that, verse 3. It says here in uh, 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 verse 5 of Exodus 20, Thou shalt not bow down thyself to them, nor serve them. For I, the Lord thy God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generation of them that hate me. Uh-huh. See, that's why God talks about uh, Damascus becoming a ruinous heat. That's where Damascus is in where? Syria. So 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 we, we, we ought to understand that when Jeremiah the prophet went to, 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 to speak to them, this is what he this is what he was saying. And God said he would bring disaster upon them. Wherever you find that God, wherever you find a replica, wherever you find you have Baphomet, the, the same God, you know, uh, 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 you have the different gods and, and you have the, 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 the goat God and uh, goat Lucy and all of that. You, they, they had, that is set up in uh, Colorado, I believe it was, or uh, that place, uh, um, the Mark. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh... And... Colorado. Not Colorado. Where was this? I thought it was Little Rock, that was Arkansas. Last one. Little Rock, Arkansas. Right outside yeah. of the where the Ten Commandments are. It's just yeah, like Dagon. Yeah. The God, uh, the half man, half fish, that uh, Samson, uh, when they took yeah. the, the, their God, the Philistine God, uh, and they placed it next to the Ark of the Covenant, they broke his arms and broke all parts of him, fell flat on his face. Well, we need some Samson. We need some Samson. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We need some Samson. Amen. Yes, sir. We pray that the Samsons would rise up in this generation. Hallelujah, Jesus. You know, when you talk about uh, 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 Mephibosheth um, and Jonathan's yeah. son, the word Mephibosheth means idol crusher, idol smasher. Yes. And I believe that's what Mephibosheth came to do because his name, yep. the Jewish people do not name their children names just to be naming them. 
they named them after angels. They named them after water. They may name them after certain things because their names have meaning. Mephibosheth means idol smasher. And what happened? His nurse was running with him during a time of war. Fell with him. Yeah, yeah. Messed up his leg. He couldn't even grow up to be the child that his name even represents. However, Mephibosheth. Go hook that thing up. Yes, sir. Yeah, go hook that thing up. Yes, sir. Robbie said, Mephibosheth, boy, I understand. I know. I know what happened. You see, we don't. We, I got to go back and read that story because I want to believe. I, this is just my take. This is just my plea. That this father, too, might have had a prophecy spoken over his life. And when we have a prophecy, we have to contend for that prophecy. We have to war for that prophecy. Yes, sir. Otherwise, we can be yes. under attack. Yes, Every time you get a prophecy, you need to go into fasting and prayer to guard, be a shamar, and guard that prophecy. Amen. My God, Amen. my God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Yes, Lord. And that's what happened to him, you know, and, and, and so that that young man, praise God, in the end, you know, David turned around and said, you know, isn't there anybody in the house of Saul that I can show kindness to? That's the love mm. of God. That's the sovereignty of God. Yes, sir. That's the love of God. Amen. That's reaching right. Back, reaching out to Mephibosheth. Mephibosheth yes. thought for sure they were going to come to kill him. The soldiers were knocking on the door quite hard, so they thought, that, uh, oh, he might be wanting to kill him, so... He was frightened and shaking in his little boots. But it was the king, David, who sent to fetch him. I'm pretty sure he had tears in his eyes and probably was shaking from the thought of having to go to the palace when he was in his low state. Hallelujah. That's what God can do for us. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. I think I'm going to slow down right here, but I want to to talk uh, more about this because it bears so much significance to what is going on. Um, there is a, uh, another article that I read because I want to finish off with the scriptures as well. Praise the Lord our God. But uh, the, best, the best known account regarding Baal in scripture is the shutdown between the priests, between his priests, and the God-fearing prophet Elijah. Remember, Elijah challenged the, the prophets of Baal. Whichever God answered the call to send fire down from the sky would be declared to be the true God. But when the Lord answered Elijah, sending enough fire to consume the offering on the altar that they had built, and the surrounding water is it a water and the fire licked up the water? 
Is and the people yep. worship the Lord and put the prophets of Baal to death. And that that story right there, I tell you, glory to God, I can shout, I can shout, I can dance just on the thought of what I walked through, just on the thought of an Elijah experience. Hallelujah. But the Bible declares in First Kings chapter 18 and verses 1, says, after many days, the word of the Lord came to Elijah in the third year, saying, go. Show thyself, show yourself to Ahab, and I will send rain upon the earth. And so Ahab, Elijah went to show himself to Ahab. Ahab, Ahab, the famine was severe in in Samaria, and Ahab called Obadiah. You know, Obadiah was the governor. He was... uh, in Ahab's house, right there, in Ahab's house. And, you know, he uh, Ahab sent to him, glory to God, Ahab said unto Obadiah, Go into the land, unto all the fountains of the water, and unto all the brooks. Peradventure we may find grass to save the horses and mules alive, that we lose not all the beasts. So they divided the land between them and passed throughout it. And Ahab went one way by himself, and Obadiah went another way by himself. But Obadiah, as he went, he met Elijah. Elijah met with him, and they knew him, and fell on his face, and said, Art thou that my Lord Elijah? And he answered him, and said, Go tell thy Lord, behold, Elijah is here. And he said, What have I sinned? And that thou wouldest deliver thy servants into the hand of Ahab to slay me? As the Lord thy God liveth, there is no nation or kingdom whither my Lord had not sent to seek thee. And when they said he is not there, he took an oath. He took an oath of the kingdom and nation that they found thee not. And now thou sayest, Go tell Thy Lord, behold, Elijah is here. And it shall come to pass, as soon as I am gone from thee, that the Spirit of the Lord shall carry thee whither I know not. And so when I come to tell Ahab, and he cannot find thee, he shall slay me. But I, thy servant, fear the Lord from my youth. He said, was was it not told my Lord what I did when Jezebel slew the prophets of the Lord? How I hid an hundred men of the Lord's prophets by fifty in a cave and fed them with bread and water. And now thou sayest, Go tell the Lord, thy Lord, behold, Elijah is here, and he shall slay me. And Elijah said, As the Lord of hosts of it, before whom I stand, I will surely show myself unto him today. So Obadiah went to meet Ahab and told him, and the Ahab went to meet Elijah. You will not to be afraid. You cannot be afraid. You gotta go and meet the king, go and meet the king. So God sent you to meet the king, go and meet the king and speak unto the king. Whatever the Lord says, go tell him, you go tell him. Glory to God. Yes. Surely God got an end to their means. Who is more powerful? Baal? 
or God? Mm. Yes. You're talking about the almighty God, the one who has created the moon and the stars, the one who said, let there be light and there was light, the one who set the sun in the, the, to rule by day and the moon to rule by night, the one who knows every care on our head, the one who is from everlasting to everlasting, thou art God. Hallelujah. Who's more powerful yes. than our God? Yes. If God be for you, who can be against you? He's more Amen. than the whole world against you. Romans 8, 31. Amen. The scripture frequently, yes. thank you, scripture frequently mentioned Baal as a pagan God, that the true God's people were to avoid. We are to avoid anything to do with pagan worship. The churches Amen. are to avoid there are many churches where they have Freemasonry in there. They have uh, 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 uh. Eastern Women's Star. All of those things they have operating in the church. How can the church survive or how can the church grow or how can the church uh, 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 be the church of God or the house of prayer with all that mess? can't be. So, 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 God is right now. God is cleaning house. Amen. He's cleaning house, church. Yes, He is. He's purging. Yep. He's going through the houses of prayer and homes. He's going through yes, houses, he is. through homes, and He's cleaning house. That's yep. where we're at. And the church has got to make up its mind. Who will you serve? We are the church. He told Peter that upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail. When he says it, he means it. Not the kind of God who says something today, like Muhammad, he writes something, in the next two years he changes it. No, 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 no. When he says something, he means it. I am the Lord your God, who brought you out of the house of bondage. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. What he said. And he means it. But just to, to, to give you a little more of a background, I've been listening to, uh, I really forgot his name, but when he said, when you look at that symbol, what they're declaring is that it's a symbol of peace and resistance and, and resilience. How arrogant could this nation be? And, and, and so he said that, you know, Judge Kavanaugh uh, wants to change things. I believe he truly does. But he's working with a whole lot of stuff that he don't even understand himself. That's why they're so up in arms against him. Because they don't want Roe v. Wade to be overturned. That would really put a dent in the child sacrifice. Hello? And because he was a student of St. Bonaventure, the school where uh, 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 he went to, well, that those schools are, are 
the Franciscan order. You gotta remember St. Francis of Assisi. See, you're not Catholic. I am, I was. And so I understand a lot of things. And I understand what, what uh, the Jesuits and the Franciscans do. But they're all under uh, the, uh, the Pope. Because what we were doing is bowing before statues. And we were worshiping the Pope, really. Now, you can walk into the church unless you bow your knees to these statues. And so since this situation came up the other day with all of the uh, 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 pedophile and all of that in, in, in uh, the Catholic Church, you find a lot of people are going to leave the Catholic Church. And I certainly hope that Judge uh, Kavanaugh gets elected. However, they're saying that the Jesuits don't want him to be nominated. Remember, he spoke boldly about being, you know, wanting to, uh, uh, he went to a Jesuit school and he wanted to really, um, he was really all about church and really all about, you know, uh, doing certain things at church and so on and participating and so on. Now, they are just kind of like disowning him, really. They don't want anything to do with him because they know that if he does, he would change some things in the Supreme Court. He would be that one swing vote. Yeah, that's right. Amen. And that's what's upsetting. Mm -hmm. Now this woman comes and says, you know, all these ridiculous things that we don't even know if it's true or else. That's right. If if it is true, God help him. If he lies. Yep. But if it's not true and something made up, because in this nation, you know, when they want to destroy you, they will. They will. You can be the sure nicest will. and the wonderful, most wonderful person. But they don't want nothing to do with you. They don't want nothing to do with you, but they will go at length to destroy That's your right. character. Mm-hmm. I believe the president wants to do something, too, that's good, but... Mm. You have to remember that they serve the same master, even though. See, God created good and he created evil. That's what he said in his word. For his own purpose. His purpose. Well, we hope that, you know, they come to a conclusion very soon as to what they're going to do. We need to pray for this nation sincerely, truly. I believe all those who call themselves uh, uh, child of God, Christians, pastors, uh, lay members, uh, apostles, prophets, teachers, all of the fivefold ministries, I pray that we will all get together and pray for this nation, repent for this nation, pray for this nation, pray for the leader of this nation. Yes, Lord. Mm-hmm. Pray God touch him because... If he makes one mistake, one single solitary mistake with Israel, it's not uh-huh. even about anything else. It's about Jerusalem. That's right. It's about that land. Mm-hmm. And if in the news, I was watching the news, and they said he wants to make it a two-party state. A two-state solution. And I'm afraid that if he divides 
Jerusalem will divide Israel. God will have not a choice but to divide America and all the others that would be involved of every other nation. He will. It is proven. It is a proven fact that every time they go over there and try to work out a peace treaty, something happens even before they get back to this nation or to their home or something. Amen. Sure do. Yes, Arafat. What about doing the peace treaty? See? You know, there's a lot of different things that you have to look at. But this 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 uh archway would be traveling to uh uh the Netherlands, Pause International World Court. And what they're doing is really appealing to the demons. They are appealing to those demons and asking those demons to help rather than asking God, the Creator, Elohim, God. I am that I am God. You know, they've seen what he has done. They know the story. Nobody's got to tell them. Everybody meant to see Ten Commandments. Everybody. Hollywood did a fantastic job, but they really didn't do such a fantastic job. However, they've seen the place. They've seen the destruction. They've seen the things that happen. They've seen that he has opened up the Red Sea at the hands of Moses, Aaron, and her. Do you think this is a fairy tale? No, oh, this is the word of God. And God set forth his commandments. God set forth his statutes. He said, I came. He didn't say, I come to end the law. He said, I came to fulfill the law. Hallelujah. And so when they do this, when all of this takes place, it serves nothing but bring judgment on a nation. As I said, Jerusalem will become a cup of trembling for all nations that trouble themselves. Of what part of that are they not hearing or reading? It is not that the word of God is not being preached. There is a famine for the hearing of the word of God, according to Amos 8 and 11. But it's not uh, 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 a famine for the word. The word is being preached all over the land. More wisdom is being poured out upon the people of God. In fact, we should be wiser than the world. And this is why God has blessed many to come out and share certain things. And certain things you know that, you know, people put things together and they make videos and all of that. And, and you can't trust everything, but you've got to go back to the Word of God. And see what's going on. A house divided against itself cannot stand. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Got a few more minutes, and I'm going to make use of that because we're going to come back tomorrow night and I'm going to share some other things. I know that I have to go to uh, revival tomorrow night. Glory to God. So it's going to be another 10 o'clock night, I'm telling you. Uh, Matthew 12 and 25. And then, uh, Brother Mark, I'll ask that you close out. Uh, let me just finish Matthew 12 
and verse 25. We read that quickly. Matthew 12 and 25 says, Glory to God. He said, but when the Pharisees heard it, they said, this fellow does not cast out devils, but by Beelzebub, the prince of the devils. You know what Beelzebub is? comes from the word Baal, Baal, Bel. Bel. See? Beelzebub. Lord of the flies. The prince of the devils. And he says in uh, 25, And Jesus knew their talk and said unto them, Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation, and every city or house divided against itself shall not stand. And if Satan casts out Satan, he is divided against himself. How shall then his kingdom stand? And if by Beelzebub cast out devils, by whom do your children cast them out? Therefore, they shall be your judges. He said, but if I cast out devils by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of God is come unto you. Did you hear that? Amen. Lord God. So listen, we've got to get about our Father's business, begin to... Uh, uh, share, begin to, when you witness the people, share those things with them. Share it with them. You know, that's why we have to study the Word, so that we know exactly how to combat those questions that they may have. Hallelujah. So I just wanted to share that with you all tonight. I wanted to be sure that you understood what was taking place What's going on in this nation today? Hallelujah. Glory to God. All right. Well, we thank and praise God tonight for all those. I believe Brother Mark has to drop. So we're going to go right ahead and do the closing. For those of you who do not know Jesus or Christ, in the part of your sins tonight, I certainly do ask, I plead with you, I beg of you, it is so close. Jesus is coming, and he's coming again. Get right, get ready, and be prepared. But you, no man knows the hour, no, nor the day nor the hour, when the Son of Man will put on his appearance. No, not even the angel. Not even the Son of Man does not know when he shall return. However, we're living in that time according to the Word of God. So we do understand that the Word of God by itself is powerful. It is the truth. They have never been able to defeat this book. What you find in the Torah is what you find here in this Word of God in the Bible. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So we thank and praise God for each and every one of you that were listening here tonight. And certainly, if there is anyone, the first requirement uh, that is that you repent. Repent of your sins. Or repent means to turn around, turn away from. 
So he asked you tonight, if you do not know him in the pride of your sin, the Bible declares that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. And whosoever call upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered. However, in the book of Acts, chapter 2, and verses 38, it's very clear, very, very clear. It says, Then Peter said unto them, Repent, and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of your sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For it is a promise unto you and to your children and to all that are far off. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, there are only two places you can go. Do not kid yourself. There's only two places you can go. The devil knows that. He's trying to keep you from going to, to, to be with the Lord Jesus Christ eternally. But there's Amen. also eternal damnation. Hallelujah. Hell is Amen. real. Heaven is real. Very, very real. Yeah. The Bible declares. As the lake of fire, and it quenched not, so it burns continually and never goes out. So if you don't know him tonight, my plea tonight is that you would turn your life over to the Lord, repent. He says, no man comes to me but by by Jesus Christ. No man comes to the Father but by me, meaning the Lord Jesus, not me, but the Lord Jesus. Call upon him. Ask him to forgive you, and he will forgive you. He's not willing that any should perish, that at all should come to repentance. All. He's, not, he's willing to give you a chance. He's given you chance after chance after chance, many, 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 many times. He spares our lives every day. He gives us a chance. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't let all our opportunity. Glory to God. And ask him to fill you with his precious Holy Ghost. But most yes. of all, I ask that you would ask the Lord that he would lead you to that place, to that church, to that pastor. Jeremiah chapter uh, 3 and verse 15 declares, he said, I will give you pastors after my own heart that would raise you up in the truth and the knowledge of God. Hallelujah. So you need to be in a uh, uh, a Bible-believing church, where they believe in the Holy Scriptures, hallelujah, where they believe, hallelujah, in the Lord God Almighty, the creator of heaven and earth. Yes, Hallelujah, Lord. they believe in salvation. They believe in worshiping the Lord God Almighty, the true God. Yes. The one and only true God. Hallelujah. Yes, Glory to God. So that you're being taught. And the word of God is being preached properly and taught properly so that you can grow as a tender plant. Hallelujah. In the house of the Lord. Glory to God tonight. I just want to say thank you for being, uh, for listening in. And thank you for joining me tonight and hearing this word and being patient tonight. As we started a little late, had a few issues with the computer, but praise the Lord our God. I got the entire uh, uh, message done. Uh, no, there's a lot more that I would like to share. However, 
Uh, time is of the essence, but I tried to get in most of it tonight so that tomorrow night we can move on to uh, another uh, portion of whatever the Lord will have me to bring tomorrow night. Glory to Amen. God. Amen. So tonight Amen. I say to you, God bless you. Thank you once again. I certainly do appreciate your time. I appreciate all that you do. Uh, Evangelist Elaine, thank you for joining on the late tip. Uh, how are you this evening? Are you there? One 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 one. Are you there? All right. It might not be her. Okay, uh, Mother Eula, thank you so very much for coming in. Uh, All right. God bless you and see you tomorrow night. Uh, Mother yep. Bessie, thank you so very much again for the scripture reading tonight. I certainly do appreciate it. Glory to God. I thank God for you. And certainly, uh, Brother Mark might have had to uh, get off and, and uh, get going on some things there. But most of all, we thank God. Uh, for each and every one that came on tonight. Certainly hope Amen. it was edifying, hope it was a blessing. Certainly hope that uh, it will help you along in your Christian journey. All right? Amen. Glory to God. I just thank God for each and every one of you tonight. God bless you. And God willing, see you tomorrow night, 10 o'clock, I believe, because um, we are in revival. My pastor and my bishop is in revival, so we're going to be going out to support and we have Bible study tomorrow night as well. So we're going, I'm going to be taking, not the time off, but I will be coming on later, 10 o'clock for the rest of the week. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. How is that? 10 o'clock? Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. All right. Is that fine with you? All right. God bless you. Night and night. Night and night. Wonderful. Night and night. God bless you all. Night and night. Thank you once again. Night and night. Night and night. Nighty night. Night night. Good night, brother. Good night. Good night.